Hi, I'm Amber Cook. Welcome to my podcast, The Dragonfly Connection. Join me every week for open, honest, and real conversations about courage, transformation, and resilience to inspire and empower you to live your best life. This podcast is sponsored by HealingWays.com, helping you on your wellness journey. Visit HealingWays, that's Healing, W-A-Z-E dot com to find verified wellness professionals and holistic health resources. We all have parts of our job that aren't the funnest, but we have to do them. And for me, it's editing podcasts. Yes, editing podcasts and videos. But as I usually do, I try to make the most of everything, even the business tasks that I don't like. I feel that the process of editing gives me a unique opportunity to hear the conversations from a different perspective. It helps me really hear my guests' stories. I'm really glad I got to listen to today's episode again because I was able to recognize the vulnerability and courage in this unique episode. And why is this episode unique, you say? Well, because normally my guests are sharing the details of a painful or challenging thing that happened to them in the past. Then we get to hear them talk about their triumph, the lessons learned, and how it has changed them, and how much they've grown. Today's guest, Leslie Tesh, agreed to have a conversation with me while currently going through a divorce, and we're still in a pandemic. She told me that this phase she's currently in is extremely hard, but that she knows she will be transformed on the other side. And with that attitude, I knew I just had to talk to her. Leslie, who is embracing the wisdom that comes with turning 50, is also a mom, an actress, and one I recognize from one of my favorite shows, Bonus, (laughs) and most recently, the creator of Your Badass Story, and my new friend. (laughs) Even in the midst of her own pain, she was able to create something that is helping inspire and motivate others. She says, we're all on a journey and we all have a badass story, whether we realize it or not. And after listening to this episode, you should definitely join me and her on Instagram at your badass story. I promise you're going to love her posts. So we've already been laughing a lot, which is awesome. Um, I feel like I don't even have to do the icebreakers, but I want to do them for my listeners. So first of all, Leslie, thank you so much for being here with me. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to try to bring it all into an hour. (laughs) We're going to have to do some episodes, I think. but Probably. Like we were talking, you might end up having your own podcast in the near future. Yeah, I should. You should. Now I know this is what you want to do. Another thing to put on my list. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) One thing at a time. All right. So first of all, Leslie, before I go through the icebreaker questions that I have for you, and I have some fun ones. um, I just want to say that the reason we're doing this is because of Instagram. And (laughs) it's really weird because you know, Instagram's weird. Social social media is weird, but it can really do really awesome things. So I just want to like shout out to the good of social media that I don't know. I've been following your Instagram page, your badass story. And just, I don't know. All of a sudden I was like, I just want to ask her. I just have a feeling that we need to connect and that she has a story to share. And I'm sure you have multiple, but um, I got lots of stories, girl. <laughs> you're right in the middle of a big one. Um, yeah. We have some heavy stuff to talk about, but we're going to sure. start with the fluff. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Houston, Texas. Okay. I was born in North Carolina in a small town called Eden. and But then we moved there to Houston when I was five. So I grew up there. And now you're in Austin? 
Austin. Yeah, I've been okay. here 11 years. Do you like it? I hear it's pretty cool. I do. It's pretty darn cool. Yeah. It's, it's turning into Hollywood a little bit, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's also, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely got its own flavor. And that's why everybody wants to move here because it's a little more grounded than Hollywood. I lived in Los Angeles for seven years in the nineties. So <laughs> another chapter, uh-huh. um, but yeah, so a lot of folks are coming here from there and everywhere and it's a cool place. Yeah. My kids love it. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. Uh, well, I live in Portland, which is, I feel. Oh, you know, we get compared to you right? guys a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to eat one food, this is a real silly question. If you had to eat oh. one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Sushi and chocolate came to mind. Probably sushi. Sushi. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be easier. I love chocolate, but I think it'd be After easier. a while, you probably throw up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that actually makes me kind of not like chocolate when I think about it. When you say, when I yeah. think about eating that for the rest of my life, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no. So you mentioned LA, and I know that you were an or you still are an actress, actually. You Technically, yes. Yes, you have been an actress. <laughs> I haven't given it up yet. What's the funnest role you've ever played? Oh, geez. Well, there's, there's different levels of fun for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to think of another one. They're like, no, but this is, I mean, the most fun was 2014. I think it was, it seems like it was a couple of years ago, but that was a while ago. But anyway, I got a, um, like a guest starring role on a show called Drop Dead Diva. And I played the mom of a transgender kid. And it was before all that stuff was in the news. It was an interesting subject matter, but it was fun because it was just a bunch of pros. I got flown out to Atlanta for a week away from children. <laughs> so it was a vacation. <laughs> it was just like the whole process was like the dream. It was so fun. Um, so yeah, it was definitely the most fun. Oh, I'm so happy you mentioned that one because I know that you were on there. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So I looked at your name and then you had like a, something tagged on Badass Story. So it went to your personal profile on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, she looks familiar to me. And so I looked you up. So yes, I did stalk you for a minute. <laughs> and the first thing that came up was Drop Dev Diva, which I loved that show. Oh, that show is awesome. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my God. It was so good. It just made me feel so good. I'm so sad it's not on anymore, but I remember that episode. I mean, I was a huge Drop Dead Diva fan. Oh, that's so Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so happy that you mentioned that one because I was thinking that I was like, what a cool (laughs) role. Like you said, though, like I didn't know that it was actually really fun, but it's now something that's super up in in society right now. You know, it was before it got really brought into um, the public and political, you know, arena, honestly, yeah. because especially the subject matter was like a, the bathrooms at school were a thing. Yes. That's what they have. So, you know, they, you know, the episode. I do. Um, so I, I remember at the time the actors and we were all kind of like during breaks talking about like, is this really a thing? So I found out from my brother kind of during or right after that process that they went to a private school where they were having, there was an issue there at the school and they were having parent meetings about that same thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, I bet you learned a lot from doing that too. For sure. So cool and fun. So you do still do some acting. That's good. Or you said you haven't hung up your hat yet. Always still auditioning and all that stuff. And, you know, the last couple of years have been extremely slow, but yeah, 
but it's starting, you know, I'm starting to get auditions again. And Austin's gone through kind of, there was like around that time, like 2014, 15, there was like a lot of stuff going on. And then it kind of slowed down a bit. Then now some TV shows are coming back. So it's fun to audition for those kind of things, but you know, audition for a little bit of everything, whatever comes my way. Yeah. Well, when so. you talk about acting each time you talk about it, you light up for a second. So yeah, I do love awesome it. that you do that. You like, I it try so to pretend much. sometimes I don't, but it's my, <laughs> I love it. Oh, just, you know, own it. Yeah, you you look so happy when you talk about it. So let's talk about something that's not as fun, though. Oh damn! Okay, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we can, but we can keep laughing because you know sometimes you laugh through the tears. So I understand I that yeah. you just went through a divorce. Technically, the papers. I mean, like we're still waiting for that kind of stuff to be final, final. Wow. Okay. But that's just because due to COVID, like, and us being like a little bit like kind of. <laughs> So yeah. we are old friends. We've known each other since we were 11 and 12. We didn't get together until we were almost, we were pushing 40, but we had been friends kind of, you know, lost touch, found each other on, I don't know. I think it was MySpace at the time. <laughs> and then, you know, started dating. And like, I, you know, I thought that was it because he was an old friend and he was like one of the best people I know. Not that he, he still is one of the best people I know. However, it just didn't work out so well with us. It just, I'm going to cry in this episode, Amber. I hate you. No, um, no, I know I'm going to tear up and stuff. So apologies, but um, it's fresh and we just started to grow apart. And there were some things in the beginning that we should have, like, if we had a crystal ball in the beginning, Mm -hmm. I know we would have done some things, you know, a lot of things, both of us. It's not anyone's fault. No one's a big asshole. But so anyways, we sort of, you know, started to grow apart. And then at some point said, okay, this isn't working, but we ended up staying in the same house together for three, actually for almost five years because we added the pandemic in there. And it was a really strange time because we didn't really have a whole lot of money to break up properly. You know what I mean? To like break up comfortably for the children and all that kind of stuff. So we just kind of stayed in the house together because we were friends and we got along and it was super dysfunctional, (laughs) but we got along really well. It was a comfort zone that we shouldn't have got in. I think if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't do that. And I don't recommend it for anyone because I think it did a little more damage to the two of us. I think it might have been good for my kids, you know what I mean, to yeah. stay. Did your kids know that you guys weren't a couple? My daughter, who's from a previous relationship, is 20 now. So she knew. But my son, who is now 12 didn't um, until we officially, t- I think he had a clue because we weren't sit- sleeping in the same room and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He was sad, but I don't think he was shocked. Yeah. Oh, so hard. So when, when did you eventually file, who filed for divorce? When did that happen? Well, I guess I did, but we filed together. You know, I mean, it was, you ready for the drop dead diva part of the, uh, sure. <laughs> the dramatic part. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that living together phase where we communicated on the surface, one thing that did happen, that's the dramatic twist that kind of sparked us going through with the paperwork is I met someone. (laughs) Okay. And when I say Amber, like at that point, the last thing in the world I wanted, I thought I was going to be alone. Like, and I was totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. which is probably why it happened. You know what I mean? Like when you get in that space. Yeah, you're not out there searching. I was not looking for a relationship. I thought if this thing that I was just in didn't work, you know. It would be okay. You would be okay. It, yeah, but, but if I couldn't make that work, I definitely can't make anything else work. Kind oh, of a thing. yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so you, you met know. somebody. 
I met somebody and that's where I wish we were already split up because it made things a little weird and uh, not ugly, but just, you know, it just got interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't tell him right away. I may not want you to put this part in there, but I don't care. It's the truth. Like I was going to, Yeah. you know, two people knew about it. So he found out. And so that really hurt him, of course. And Mm -hmm. I wish it hadn't gone down that way. So, and then like a couple months later, um, the pandemic hit. So we're stuck, you know, kind of in this situation. You were really stuck in a house together, you and him? After him finding out about the other person. Oh my God. It's not funny, but... (laughs) I mean, you have to laugh at those. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you have to find the humor in this shit. Yeah, right? (laughs) Because that's just kind of how I live anyway. But um, it was rough. It was rough, Amber. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. But, you know, I think in the end, both of us will be better friends. I think it's going to take us a while I just kind of like we were starting to make appointments with like mediators and stuff right before the pandemic hit, then it hit. And then we just kind of put it on hold. And then I was like, shit, six months later, we're still in a pandemic. I was like, we got to start this process. Did you stay with that person? You yeah, he's uh, he is still in the picture. He basically waited for about a year. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But you did say, yeah. you know, right now you're in, you said your words, you're in the middle of probably the worst part. Gosh, I moved into the apartment March 20th. And so that whole um march was just us moving into separate places um april was kind of still moving into separate places because like you know you're yeah i have boxes there's boxes i can touch um (laughs) it's just oh and i just turned 50 too and like a couple weeks ago okay i turned 50 also i'm not 52 (laughs) (laughs) 50 also so the emotions are like there they're just so right yeah here right now and so that's why when you wrote me like uh that's what I'm in right now you are but you've had some really good things in your own self-evolution happen over the last few years probably oh yeah Um, definitely let's let's talk more about that that's not so raw and that's that's a little (laughs) more fun (laughs) it is more fun so during that time, you said when you guys were living together as a couple, you had said that was a time that really did change you. It actually helped birth your oh, yeah. story. So I had an actress page on Facebook at the time, like where I just put, you know, what I was doing up to and that kind of stuff. And I wanted to do a photo shoot uh, that wasn't just like a headshot. I wanted to do something that was fun in my personality. And long story short, doing a photo shoot with this really cool couple that had just moved here and were trying to grow their business. And I had so much fun. So I kind of started doing a little bit more of that, like kind of lifestyle modeling pursuit or whatever. And I made a little, I made a model page, Mm, which opened up this weird world of good, weird, you know, like things. I don't know, like all this stuff happened. Like for one, I was just like, well, maybe there's room for another Chico's model in the world. (laughs) I don't know. know, I didn't know what I was doing. Whatever. I was just having fun with it, but it just, it grew really fast. And I still have that page. I just don't touch it very much, but I want to keep it there. um, Because I do like doing it. And I have people that I love working with, but it kind of gave me insight into Instagram and using it as something else than just personal and maybe 
Um, it was just kind of a me jumping out of an airplane thing that I did mm-hmm. at my age at the place I was in. So one of the things that I would see is like these really beautiful like art nude photos mm-hmm. of some of my friends that I made or not or whatever. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And like, finally, I was like, you know what? Why don't you fucking do it and see what happens? <laughs> and and by that, I mean, I just wanted to to just do it, like not necessarily like post it or become a nude model or anything like that. But I just wanted to like do it. I don't know why I just did just because I'm a little bit shy and um, modest. Okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you said that you did that, I was like, whoa, because I don't even know you, but just from your badass story page, that does seem out of your comfort zone. <laughs> It was very out of my comfort zone. And let me tell you, the, I mean, every time I did, I, I don't know how many times I did it because I did do it. I did like it so much and enjoy it for several reasons. One, it was, the first time I did it was like, I swear it was like jumping out of a plane. It was this close. And I've done that one time, the jumping out of the plane thing. And it was uh, that similar. But then the end result, I don't know, it was, it was just a confidence builder and it wasn't about being sexy. It was just, it was just being raw and bare. And like, it was, it was like a whole thing. And it's like, I want every woman I know to do it. Oh, okay. Either that, if they can't take off all their clothes, which I understand. Like a I also did some like sort of boudoir-ish. One of my like, you know, fantasies, which I really hope to like maybe build your best story to a place where, you know, I want it to be. And I really want to like, gift that kind of experience to just the every girl. Because it is like a confidence builder it just makes seeing yourself in that light and doing that just gives you a whole level of confidence and like self love. And I don't know, it's so hard to put into words, but so we're going to set your appointment up Amber for Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, I I am thinking about it. I've thought about it. And now just in the last 30 seconds or so, I'm like, dude, you would rock that for starters. (laughs) But second, like, and for me, like, getting dolled up and having that experience and like you know my 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 dream it would be like you know an all female crew you know and then the the end product is like these photos like like, yeah that's you I can't yeah anyway so congratulations that is super brave especially like you said you're modest and from your personality from your energy that seems like a huge deal for you (laughs) It it was a big deal but also I knew I wanted to do something else I don't know. And somehow I ended up gravitating towards, you know, your badass story and kind of being more motivational. And and I've learned so much along the way that it's just so much more fun for me to focus on that. (laughs) That Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like why I started the Dragonfly Mama in in this and changed my podcast. It sounds like a very similar reason. I just... I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life after it kind of blew up. And I was like, I'm yeah. having fun. I'm having fun and I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> and especially right now, it's like something you do in your house. You know, you don't yeah. have to leave your children anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know, um, and it's so a good way to get, get your mind off stuff and get creative and. And feel yeah. like you're contributing to something good, which you are. So, yeah. So when you decided to start your badass story, came up with the name and opened up in a new page and yeah so ideas of what you were doing <laughs> I started it first and I had a couple of ideas like ultimately like where I wanted to go with it but then like the world shut down I eventually just closed the page down and I you know I didn't feel like I had anything to offer so and I I knew I would probably come back to it but I knew I needed to start over 
So then I slowly got more in the mood and I started something, I started, I started this page, but I, it was called something else like get back to you or something, but it also mm. sounded like I meant another person, which is not what I meant, but it was kind of me just kind of starting. So um, basically I have lots of things in mind that I want to do. One of them is what I just told you about. It's like mm. making ladies feel amazing. Um, another one is like self care and stuff, but that's kind of like back here right now. I'm kind of focused on, I'm working on ebooks and courses on just like the really basics of like motivating people to get out of their comfort zones and that you can do like what we're doing and get creative and you're in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just so many reasons to do it. If you put a little bit of effort into building something, you really can. Mm-hmm. And you can inspire people and create a community. And that's just so important right now, especially since we, we're starting to be back together, but it's happening slowly and, and yeah. There's so many things I want to do. It's crazy. <laughs> and you can and do a podcast now. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And you can do them. So what was the moment you decided to call the page your badass story? Like the name. How did that come to you? Well, I was trying to think of something that had something to do with a journey, you know? Mm-hmm because we're all on a journey (laughs) and we all have a badass story, whether we realize it or not. Um, so that's kind of like my motivation to motivate people. Like, you know, you could look at my situation on paper and be like, damn, (laughs) (laughs) but I think my story is pretty badass, but I, yeah, I was trying to think of something a little, a little in your face because I wanted it to be upfront, like how I speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, if somebody was not into that, that's cool. Right. Um, so you would just, you just know, they know right away. Uh, exactly. So yeah, I don't, I, I think I probably played around with some variations of it and I just, mm-hmm. that's what I came up with. Were you feeling badass when you were creating? Oh, I'm always feeling badass, Amber. Okay. <laughs> yes. Even when I don't. Own it. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Have you always been like that? I've always like been a glass half full. I'm, you know, I got this kind of girl. However, I wish I knew then what I know now kind of stuff. You think the badassness has come more with age? Because really, for real, I, I love, I mean, I don't love all the things about growing older. (laughs) I love most of it. It's pretty cool. I love most of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So have you Do you think that's come more with age or you've just always felt like you were a badass? <laughs> definitely both. Cause I, I've been a little feisty, like since I can remember, um, but definitely with age and as of late, you know, like since having the balls to like, you know, do the stuff that I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. like, you don't know who you're messing with. I'm not scared. <laughs> you, know what I mean? yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know. That's why I really want it for other people. Mm hmm. Yeah. So you, when you really want something, you tend to go for it. Yeah. Even when you're scared. Oh yeah. Generally like now, especially in my, in my old age, <laughs> my mature state. Older, older age. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm, you know, if I'm nervous or scared about something, I'm like, I know that I'm going to get so much more out of whatever it is than I, I can imagine. Does that mm, make sense? Yes. Good advice words right there. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so true. It's just so true. The Mm -hmm. scarier something is, the more you're going to get out of whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I understand that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the guy that you wanted. (laughs) So you met this guy. He's, he's waited around for the dust, dust to settle. Can you tell me some 
some things about him and about your relationship? He's wonderful. And it scares the shit out of me hourly um, just because of like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just starting to like really like date freely and it's a happy time. But then I still like being away from my son. That's a thing I haven't brought up yet. Being away from my son for half the time is not cool. (laughs) Exactly. So it's, it's rough. So I, um, back to him. He just surprised the crap out of me. Uh, like I said, I had no desire mm-hmm. to get close to someone, but like within an hour of meeting him, I was like, Oh shit. We just met for lunch, you know, whatever. And, um, like six hours later, my head was spinning and I get vertigo, but my head was spinning. <laughs> you knew it wasn't the vertigo. <laughs> There's a combo. What did you love about him or like about him? Well, he's, he's been through a lot in his life and uh, has done a lot of work on himself and it's really admirable. And um, that's one thing. He's super cute. That's the other thing. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, immediately in our first conversation, he like, he like had me in tears by asking me questions that nobody bothered asking me for years, you know, like just how I felt about things. He's got three daughters kind of around the same age, right around the same age as my daughters. And he just adores them. And um, his daughters and mine have all in one way or another dealt with some stuff with anxiety and things like that, different, different levels. We have that in common. Our kids mm-hmm. have been through some stuff. Yeah. And to be able to talk to someone about that and have them understand. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a connection uh, that definitely was- just created a connection that made it easier for all the Very other stuff so. to flow. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of stuff that he's worked through, what's his name? First of all, let's ben. give him a name. Ben. Okay. So the, <laughs> so Ben's worked through his stuff. And what about you? Like, have you, what kind of help, self-help, self-care Girl, stuff have you done? Not as much as I should. Like I should be in therapy on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> And then like somewhere in the middle of it, I started going through some hormonal stuff that, you know, (laughs) which, yeah, holy shit. There's another episode, but um, Uh when it started affecting me uh, in in a way to where I was like, do I need depression medication? Mm -hmm. Like I'm real hyper aware depression runs in my family. Um, It was, it was a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So well, I don't want to say it was scary. I knew I'm really good at like taking a day or whatever I need to just kind of let myself feel things or whatever. But it was like, this is lasting a little too long, mm-hmm. um, whatever this is. And, and I want to be aware of it. And I want to, you know, take care of that. But I ended up going to a hormone doctor who like straightened me out. And thank God, um, nice. I was like, okay, cool. You know, that, re- that really helps like getting, you know, my numbers checked and getting some stuff. So that was great. I, yeah, I'm not the poster child for therapy and it's not because I don't think I need it. I know I do. And one of these days I'm going to be like a Kardashian and I'm going to have a therapist on staff. Okay. That's how I- I'm laughing because I'm with you. Like, I mean, I, I only see my therapist now once a month. Uh, I wish I could see her more, but you know, there's an insurance thing and cost and all that fun oh my stuff. Gosh. And I keep trying to do the online thing. I swear. And like, you know, I'll start to do that. And then like, I get, you know, I've heard you say on your pie that you have ADDs, which I really have that. And like, you know, I'll start the process and then I'll get sidetracked or whatever. Shiny object, shiny object. Yeah. I'm pretty good at taking care of myself in my old age, but I definitely 
have a lot of things to unpack with some a professional as soon yeah. as possible, right? <laughs> and I, I highly recommend that for everyone. I see it in your future. I think this is just from the very little bit I know about you from just the not even an hour I've spent with you now. Um, like this is the beginning of a whole new you. Absolutely. Oh my God. And, and you're going, I think it's going to be even brighter and shinier and greater than the first 50. <laughs> it really is like, yeah, I've been like, so embracing like the 50 thing. And like, I've been kind of like, people are like, whoa, girl, I'm just, dude, I made it this far. What are you talking about? You know? Uh, yeah. So many of my friends have turned 50 within the last year and I'm one of the youngest of my friend group. And I, I'm like, when can I be 50? This seems so cool. Join <laughs> the club, Amber. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a fake ID that says I'm 50. <laughs> That's awesome. I just met you not very long ago, but I already have a vision for you. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, I was saying like, it's just brighter, shinier, like this bad, the badass story, your badass story. I think you're going to be able to do all of what you're wanting to do with it and more. So I want you to tell my listeners what your, oh, what your vision is of yourself, of this next half of your life. I see myself building something that's very motivational for all, but definitely geared towards women. Mm-hmm you know, my age too, because mm-hmm. I have a lot to talk about that, that people can relate. But I also really want to inspire younger girls to listen and maybe learn from my mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, like, so maybe just make it a little easier. Have a guide. Yeah. yeah. My daughter listens to me more than I realize, which is great. It's scary. <laughs> and gosh, that generation, um, you know, they just are they're so more informed than we were, obviously. Oh, yeah. And it's in good and bad ways. But yeah, I just, I see myself building several things that I just sort of touched on that will be highly inspirational and a community. And I see myself being the leader of an awesome team of awesome chicks. <laughs> <laughs> you are from Texas. You had, to, you had to throw that in there. <laughs> Some awesome um, chicks. <laughs> You know, and I just want to inspire people to like get out of their comfort zones and follow what is calling them. And that means something different for everybody. Um, And it's never too early and it's never too late, but you do have to work at it every day. And you also have to manifest that shit, which is what I say on my page a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one thing that I've learned and I really want to drive it home a lot and it's going to get annoying and I want to come up with my own word for like affirmation, manifestation stuff. Because one thing I've learned, because I've been, I've been practicing (laughs) manifestation things like affirmations and visualization as of late, maybe in the last year, maybe more, I don't know. And some magical things have started to happen, all of which have sort of touched on. But the other time that this happened in my life where things were just like, wow, just a lot of great things were happening was the only other time that I was really focused on those practices. I was in my 20s and I didn't realize that it was because of that. But now that I've sort of focused on it again and things are happening the way they are, I'm like, holy shit. It works. <laughs> it fucking works. It really and why haven't I been doing this all the, this time? Like, really? Like, like I said, I've, I'm a glass half full kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think once I had my daughter and just everything, the focus went that way. And I just kind of, it's not about having kids. Just the focus comes off you. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I didn't stick with that. But I just realized 
it's not that I wasn't thinking about it, but I wasn't practicing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you have to, and I, and I think I heard, I forget which podcast of yours, but you talked about going to sleep and waking up with gratitude, even, you know, with your eye, you know, oh, yeah, before, was, yeah. I do That's the same I do. exact, I do the same exact thing. And um, I also do a little affirmation and stuff at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day. And um, those are just the bare minimum, if nothing else, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is sometimes, which is mostly all, all that happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, I get that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, oh my God, it really, and you know, the more you hear people talk about it once it starts affecting your life in this way, I just, I just want people to know that it's like a thing. Yeah. It really really does work and it's free and all you have to do is just kind of practice is just make it a part of your day a million dollars is not going to show up on your doorstep tomorrow however little things are going to start to happen Mm -hmm. because you're putting just positive energy into your being on a daily basis so yeah I I really want to focus a lot on that Mm -hmm. and just tell all those future me's yeah lucky 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 kids (laughs) what they should do yeah yeah now you have some time it seems like maybe to to just focus on that more also you know I'm with you like yeah I I mean that's honestly how I manifest the relationship with my husband was when I was back in my late 20s early 30s and all everything was falling into place and easy and and then life you know you're saying what happened well yeah motherhood life all the stuff, a marriage that was probably kind of falling apart over time, that probably yeah. didn't, you know, that took, took a lot of energy. So yeah, now you have the energy to focus on you again and bring this all back up. And I love that you're sharing it with other people. Yes, because we need more of this. So thank <laughs> you. So yeah, when you are, you know, right now, we've mentioned it several times through this conversation. You're right in the thick of some shit right now. And it's, it's a hard, it's a hard, hard spot you're in right now when you're really feeling it do you have anything besides that gratitude practice do you have any other things that you do to help help you see the better side of things bring you out of it besides wine <laughs> I, no I'm just totally assuming margaritas <laughs> margaritas, margaritas <up. laughs> uh, um I just for me just affirmations and visualization I really just like visualize all the things that we just talked about a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I visualize myself, you know, in those places and, and it's slowly just coming about an exercise. It's not cliche. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I went, I went back to the gym like yesterday, no, the day before, Ooh. Right? day before yesterday, I went to my first Pilates class because my favorite teacher was there. And oh my God, my body was like, thank you. Cause I, you know, I just felt it like going, it's about time. Uh-huh. Um, Cause that for me, and I, I, I know this is the same for you. It just, it like, it just puts me in the right place yeah. um, in all ways. So yeah, getting back into that and like yoga, of course. Just getting your yeah, blood pumping. Just, I mean, these are the, the packages we're in and yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned earlier, hormones and, oh, Jesus, oh, God, like we just, we need to move our bodies and stretch our muscles and get things flowing. It, yeah. Otherwise, it's, so- it, it's everything becomes stagnant and our, mm-hmm. our mindsets become stagnant because of it. I mean, yeah, I'm not like some huge fitness junkie. I mean, you don't see a lot of full body <laughs> shots of me, but I mean, I love 
exercise when I get into yeah. it. It's always like, you know, you said you just went back a couple of days ago. Yeah. Like I, I've exercised, I've been into exercise my whole life, but there are definitely times I go away for a long period of time yeah. and then yeah. you come back to it and you're like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's so good. Either you're like, feel better, you're sleep better, uh-huh. you're just, everything's better. Everything's but, better. Yeah. <laughs> manifesting because you got the, everything's flowing. So yeah. Kudos to you. Keep For it sure. up. Keep it I'm, up. I'm doing it. You are doing, doing it. it. I can't wait to see your podcast come out here. Ah! Okay. Don't, don't, don't put it on your list if you're not ready yet, but just get it on there. It's on the list. <laughs> okay. Damn it. You've already shared a lot of awesome words of wisdom. Um, I got some quotes and everything in there for you. So do you have any <laughs> last, last words for my listeners? Just don't stop believing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to find a sound clip for that. <laughs> Um, that's always been my thing. Don't even, yes, it's about the song, but man, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. Like you have to believe in yourself and your capabilities. You're stronger than you think you're smarter than you think you're more capable than you think, but just, you need to own that shit and own it now. Mm, <laughs> yes. All right. You're speaking to yourself. <laughs> always I am and, you know that's what I would you know when you asked me and I forgot to say it when I started the your badass story up again it started and I in my quote instead of in my bio all it said was if nothing else a, let, a love letter to myself oh yes so I had to start somewhere and like yeah all my posts I'm usually in the mood of that whatever I post mm-hmm. at some point I need to like you know make it more uh, streamlined instead <laughs> of just my moods <laughs> hey for but now it's working and it's, it's working for now exactly yeah. well leslie i um now have feel like i have a new friend so thank you absolutely I have, I, we haven't even scratched the surface amber no we will probably be doing this again so everyone listening you're gonna hear more of of me and leslie lucky you <laughs> <It's happening. laughs> thank you so much and good luck Thanks for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Our stories may be different, but we all have one thing in common. We're all trying to figure out how to navigate life on this planet, and none of us have it completely figured out. No matter what you're going through in your life, just know that you are never really alone. Come back every Wednesday for more inspiration and connection, and follow me on Instagram at thedragonflymama.com so we can stay in touch between episodes. Take care. 